Once a prominent psychologist, tragedy forced Dr. Xander Crow down the dark pathways of the occult, and he was transformed. Now, chasing the vision of a dead woman, Dr. Crow finds himself in the haunted town of Wormwood, where evil lurks in the shadows and stains the souls of its inhabitants. Welcome to Wormwood. Episode 1, The Coming Storm, written by David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers. You've reached Sparrow. Give me a compelling reason to call you back. Sparrow! Hello, this is Crow. I'm uh, apparently quite drunk, and I seem to have misplaced my car. Uh, so I need a ride. I'm on the corner of Wilcox and Franklin. And, you know, that seedy little guy with the buxom silhouette done up in neon. Who's there? Dr. Crow, you seem a bit lost. I know you. I'm sure you do. Don Marino sends his regards. Look, friend, what happened to Marino's daughter is, well, it's unimaginable. But you have to believe me, the demon had taken complete possession. It was too late. Don't feed us your mumbo jumbo, Doc. Mr. Marino ain't buying it no more. You killed his daughter. She committed suicide. You killed his daughter, Crow. And now Mr. Marino is very, very upset. And when Mr. Marino is upset, he calls us. We take the thing that makes him upset, and we, uh, make it go away. You understand where we're coming from, Doc? Your point is actually so subtle I didn't quite pick up on it. Of course, it could be the scotch. Adam's senses, you know, I might have misconstrued what appears to be a threat. Nobody likes a wise-ass crow. No, no, I'm fairly certain I'm detecting the threat of violence now. Say, Doc, is it true what they say? That you always wear that glove on your hand because you don't want anyone to see how disgusting it is? That is what I heard. Gentlemen, listen to me. Now, I admit I've had a few cocktails. There are two of you, aren't there? <coughs> say, uh, Vincent. Why, what say we take a look at the Doc's hand? Why, Johnny, I think that is an excellent idea. Hold him. <coughs> Please, you don't want to do that! Oh my god! What what is that? Holy Christ, it's it's withered and, and dead. Xander, get in the car! Actually, I was leaving a club and I found your car smashed into a lamppost. Police were towing it. Ugh, can you cover up that hand already? Thing gives me the willies. Gives me a lot more than that. I had another vision today. Ah, in the bottom of a bottle of scotch? No, that's just where I was trying to hide from it. Look, the exorcism of Amanda Marino, it wasn't your fault. No, this was different. Everything in your life is different. There was a woman. Uh, Except that. She had straw-colored hair and piercing blue eyes. Like half of L.A., before the enhancements. She mouths a word that I can't hear, and then her face is covered in water. Her blonde hair darkens to the color of caramel. And there's a hand. A hand around her throat. A murder? It's a child's hand. A young boy. He's... He's holding her down! She accepts her fate. Xander, look. It's just anxiety. The whole Marina family thing... And I warned you about that, by the way. 
Well, look, you shouldn't have gotten involved. I couldn't turn away. I had to help. No, you had to try to understand I want you to find this woman. Do you even listen to anything I say? Do what you do, those little internet search thingies. Find me the woman. Find a blonde-haired, blue-eyed woman. Gee, I don't know, Xander. Got a major credit card and $39.95 a month? I can find you hundreds. When she speaks, the word, she says wormwood. Wormwood? Yes. Okay, then. At least that's something to go on. So, you need something. That's why you picked up the phone, is it? If I wanted to talk about, I don't know, me, I suppose I would somehow land in your voicemail. It's uncanny how that- It's early and I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I look like a bloody brawler after last night. Finally resembling a man, are you? Come on, Sparrow, give me a hand here. Somebody already has. Funny. I can tell you how to get to Wormwood, if that's what you're dying to know. Get to Wormwood? Interesting. So then it's a place. Must be a small town, seeing as I've never heard of it before. An isolated enclave of peculiar goings-on. Sparrow, there's a reason I can't live without you. Yet there's no reason why I'm not getting more money out of you. What we have going isn't about the money, darling. So you keep telling me, boss. Next week. We'll talk about it all next week. Now, Wormwood, what's happening? (sighs) Nothing's going on outside the painfully absurd norm. It's dying Norman Rockwell. And good riddance, I say. I hate Norman Rockwell. And what about the history? There's always something, something somewhere in the timeline. Come on! Yeah, I'm the expert after 12 hours of online research. Town's so small, you mostly get a lot of county data and resources. Found a few forums and blog posts with some color, but... One of those goons last night wore some lovely gold pinky ring, which surely has something to do with the abundance of purple on the side of my head and the blood swelling my eyes. So, while I'm entertained by your cynical attitude most of the time, I'm not really in the mood this morning. So can you stay on track with what you know about Wormwood so I can try to understand what the hell is up with these visions? Good God, I want a cup of coffee! Just the facts. Got it. Swell. So, what do you know about the place called Wormwood? Take this with a grain of salt. Most of this comes from a website blog. You know the type. I'm such a loser and my hometown sucks, so I'll try and make it sound strange and wonderful. Yes! Oh, and don't forget to listen to my music on MySpace. Ugh, kill me. Tempting, but get to the point. The point is that you don't pay me nearly enough, which means you get to listen to my flights of fancy. Anyway, beyond it being a Welsh community founded back in the 18-somethings as a sort of granite query town, it's pretty standard stuff for an older settlement such as it is. Find out what building constructs had dealings with the quarry. If there's an established occult business model in place, that might start- Way ahead of you, Grow. Really? I'm impressed. No, not really. You wanted me to look for a drowned girl with a connection to Wormwood. And it was 70 years ago. Like I said, Scooby, it's all run of the mill. Old town, dried up economy, mysterious deaths, spooky weather. Places like Wormwood are nothing new and nothing truly mysterious. The residents are bored and probably oh-so-kooky. No need to be a sleuth here. Worry about Don Marino and his boys, and don't bother going to Wormwood. Pick up the box set when the show comes out. I appreciate your analysis, but your dismissal of the town doesn't explain why I'm getting this vision. Reverb. I'm going. I figured. What about my car? Totaled, but I knew you'd be going, so I've sent a rental over. Should be there any time. But not that soon. Sparrow? 
Huh? Sparrow. Let me guess. How many floors up is your apartment? Right, I can climb down the fire escape if I can make it out onto the ledge. Twelve stories? Thirteen. Back to Zane the Crow. You in there? We'd like to talk to you about God. I'll climb out and I'll meet you at the sleeping car on Broadway. Dude, I told you. I have that thing this morning. I'll never make it to you in time. You're leaving me hanging out to dry, Sparrow. Don't say that. Your rental will be there soon. Just run around to the front of your building and wait for it. You'll know it when you see it. It'll be the only hybrid downtown. You rented me a damn hybrid? Head north and I'll call you in an hour to give you directions. Thank you, darling. My pleasure. Crow, be safe. And don't forget to look into that town. I want to know as much as possible about the history of Wormwood. Well, you kick the door and my foot hurts. All right, you got Baby, looks like you got yourself messed up. <laughs> oh, coming from you, that really hurts. Some guys are looking for you. Didn't notice, thank you very much indeed. You better watch what you get yourself mixed up in, Dr. Xander Crow. Do I know? Never mind. Hey, no, stop that! Car rental drop off is Xander Crow. Right here, just leave the apartment alone. There's no reason to bother. Be right down. Is it? Let me guess. It's that perky blue one, isn't it, right? Cute. Where, where's he going? Don Marino ain't gonna be none too happy about this. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, Taking flights is sick. Hey. would you? You don't think I saw your truck? You can see that pumpkin orange atrocity at midnight. Everybody sees you coming. Tap the horn, darling. Tapped it ever so gently. And I stopped caring whether people see us talk or pretend not to talk long ago. We're not doing anything wrong here. I know, but I'm still at work. Are you thinking about it, Emily? Have you made a decision yet? Hank, please. This is not the time. Put your fingers through the fence. Hank, no. Come on, Emily. Don't call me that. Brent calls me that. Mrs. Saunders, Toby says the money man's gonna get me tonight. Oh, Dexter, you know that's just a story people like to tell when it's going to rain. Unless you don't eat your vegetables at dinner time. <sighs> oh, thank you for that, Mr. Mason. You know, Dexter, I saw him when I was about your age. It's raining pretty hard and- And okay, boys, that's more than enough. Mr. Mason is just kidding, just like Toby. Now run along and play. See you, Dexter. And you too. Run along and play, Mr. Mason. Is he, uh... He's a good little boy. Hank, I need to go. Put your fingers through the fence. We'll talk later. 
Brent's showing a house in Lyonsville this evening, so he won't be home until late. I'll call you, okay? Your skin's so warm. You're really not nervous one bit, are you? Your fingers are ice. This isn't easy. Hank. You need to go. The kids, they're... They're juiced by the storm, I bet. I still get a charge, you know. Not having this kind of weather growing up. <laughs> hey, kids! Better listen to Mrs. Saunders and watch out! Money Man will get you! Oh, encourage them. I've half a mind to put you right here in the first grade. With you as my teacher? I think my school career would have gone a lot differently. <laughs> I'll call you. Don't do that, Emmy. I've got an inn full of bedrooms. There's always vacancies. Money man, kids! Do your ABCs! Five more minutes, children! <laughs> no, not that way, Jacob. Avoid the library. Miss Bradley's been giving me the eye. She'll call us in if she sees me. Hey, hear what he was talking about, Rach? The Muddy Man, you remember him? <laughs> the the Muddy Man is watching you. He'll drip from his bones till he finds you alone. Then the Muddy Man will snip you. <laughs> I don't really want to come out here. I've never liked the quarry much. It's quiet, though. Almost as quiet as our pencils on Vertigern's history exam right now. I told you. It was an academic decision to run away. I'll do better on the makeup. And I didn't twist your arm to ditch with me. What can I say? I'm an artist. I follow inspiration. Are you coming out to me? <laughs> oh my god, I'm so honored, Jacob. Shut up. <laughs> How deep do you think it goes? Don't know. But when I was a kid, I used to think there was a witch living down there. Me too! Pathetic, isn't it? How we're all reduced to the same lame attempts at conjuring some sort of interesting history? When the rest of the world either doesn't fit in here or simply isn't into anything we have to offer. The pulse of the world can't really be this desperate, can it? This town's always been droned out in some sort of... Somnambulist... Uh, some, some, some state? Wow, Dawson. How eloquently put. And not really what I was saying at all. I know how far we are from shelter. Rachel, just don't say... What? Don't say that I'm soaking wet because of you? Um, yeah, or that. Well, come on, let's get out of here. It got dark fast, and that shelf of rock drops off pretty... And this wrath of God, too. I can't see anything. What was that? What? Where? There! Down the road! In front of us! Oh my god, Jacob. There's somebody there! I don't see anyone. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, maybe. I, I can't tell. Huh. I wonder who that is. Hey! Hey, do you have a car? Hey, don't! Jacob, that's... That isn't a man. Look at him. Look how he's just standing there. He's watching us. Come on, we have to go the other way. There's a big hole back there. Relax, Rachel. It's just kind of dark. <laughs> Unless it's the muddy man. Stop it. That's not funny. Rachel! Where'd you go? Rachel! Don't open for another three hours, pal. Well, I'm lost now. 
and I'm looking for a town called Wormwood. Wormwood? You people. There ain't nothing there worth driving at night for. There's a woman. Right. Sure. Of course there is. Now you see the way this storm's moving? Well, you're following it. You don't need to be. These clouds probably passed by your town a few hours ago. You missed your exit. Happens. Okay. Okay. That's it? Yep. Hey, buddy. When you write your bunkum, make me handsome. Morning, Deidre. Good morning to you. What's got Jimmy details up at the crack of, um, 11.30? I had an intro to forensic anthropology class this morning. New semester started already? Restroom! Seen the back, hon. Who's he? No idea. Huh, well, yeah, anyway, semester started this week. Oh, great. Glad to see you're back at it. This makes what semester now? I don't know, like 12th. Non-consecutive, of course. Oh, of course. Well, hope it's, uh... That's forensic anthropology. Yes. Let's hope that works out for you. I really think this is it. I mean, if the band thing doesn't work out. But I'm telling you, the depressive manics truly rock. We are overlords of the new metal sound. Wait. I thought you were called Killshot. Oh, no. Killshot broke up two months ago. And well, that's okay. The manics are totally more in sync with my philosophy of metal. Say, you sure we can't play a gig here? Jimmy... It's a diner. I'm just saying. We melt your faces. Better? Oh, Lord! I never want to set foot in another vehicle. Been driving long? Apparently long enough to make a complete abuse victim of my bladder. Mm, Los Angeles, eh? Yes, how did you... Oh, they all say that. Coffee. Black. In IV form, if at all possible. Say, mister, you're only wearing one glove. Did you leave one of your gloves in the bathroom? No. Okay, Michael Jackson. Jimmy, be nice to the customers. Yes, Jimmy, learn your station in life. What happened to your face? I got beaten up, Jimmy. Thank you for the reminder. Shh. Excellent. Good. Wow. Little pick-me-up for your coffee there? I may be from Los Angeles, my dear, but I do know that the only accoutrement for coffee is whiskey and not milk foam. So what brings you to Wormwood, mister? Crow. Doctor. The name is Dr. Xander Crow. And I've come for the dead woman. To be continued on the next episode of Wormwood. David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers. Wormwood is an original podcast produced by Habit Forming Films, LLC, featuring the cast of Season 1 characters. Arthur Russell as Dr. Xander Crow, Sonia Perozzi as Sparrow and Rachel Nolan, Joe J. Thomas as Hank Mason, Mr. Brezier, Phineas Tibbert, and your announcer, Rob Grindlinger as Sheriff Tom Bradley and Steve Haskell, Coralie Nickars as Emily Saunders and Deidre Frost, Scott Olenig as Jacob Kidder, Andrew Ramirez as Dexter Nolan, Dave Johnston as Deputy Wayne Drexel, 
Zachary Fawkes as Brent Saunders and Charles Edison, Cheyenne Besides as Lamora Haskell and Katrina Edison, Anna Maganini as Lynette Bradley, Luke Gannon as Dr. Pete Menno, and Peter Dirksen as Jimmy Details and Jonesy. Additional voices provided by the talented cast. Original music compositions by Todd Hodges. Sound effects engineered by Chris Sahakian. Copyright 2007 Habit Forming Films LLC. Wormwood is a serialized podcast and cannot be distributed in part or whole outside of the podcast format without written consent from the creators. For more information on the cast and writers and individual episode credits, visit www.wormwoodshow.com. Thank you for listening and welcome to town. <laughs>